Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by one of the stars of season 21 of NBC's The Voice. When she's not singing, modeling, or helping kids, she's a beekeeper, the soulful, silky-sounding, talented K.J. Jennings. Hello, hello. So excited to be here. K.J., let's go Beyond the Mic. Your life has been filled with music. How has the arts nurtured you? The arts have nurtured me really in every single way possible. Um, from such a young age, I was introduced to music from both of my parents, my mom coming from a musical theater background, and my dad quizzing me on every single lead vocalist and guitarist in classic rock. So I was just exposed to the arts from such a young age, which is such a blessing. It's really nurtured my soul and my heart throughout my entire life. Music is my life. It's nurtured me in every way of the word. You've been singing and dancing since you were seven, honing your craft at the Berklee College of Music. How have you prepared for this moment when you auditioned, and how did your time at Berkeley prepare you for The Voice? Berkeley really prepared me for The Voice in that they're constantly challenging you to lead your own ensembles and be the front runner of a band. I also took multiple classes that forced me to do mock auditions. As far as music theory knowledge, just really instilling, making my own arrangements of songs and the music theory that goes behind that and understanding what's going on in the music and how to really make it your own. And that's a skill that I've really honed in my craft at Berkeley, and they've given me the opportunity to do. So getting on that stage is so much to do with Berkeley and throwing me in every situation possible to make me ready for that. Everyone's got one. What's your favorite warm-up song? When I'm doing a warm-up? Oh, that's a good question. I would say Probably Misty, which is also one of my favorite songs to sing. Um, my favorite version is Sarah Vaughn's Live uh, 1964. And I use that song to warm up because it's a standard. And so whatever I, if I'm doing musical theater, if I'm doing jazz, if I'm doing neo soul, I can really make it whichever I need it to be. Um, it's so easy to arrange and to make fun and different. It also showcases many parts of the range, which I love. KJ Jennings from season 21 of NBC's The Voice joins us beyond the mic. What day of auditions did you end up trying out on? I auditioned on day four. Now, as each day goes on and on, the team start to fill up. How do your nerves come to play when, you know, people keep on hitting their buttons and you haven't even auditioned yet? Yes. Yeah, so um, nerves were a huge part. And I have so much of Berkeley to thank for this too, which is just getting over performance anxiety. I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. And that's something that I constantly come back to whenever I'm put in a stressful or nerve wracking situation. And I just knew that I was meant to be on that stage and that I was meant to perform in front of them, chair turn or no chair turn. I could feel it in my bones that it was going to happen. Of course, of course, the nerves were um, crazy, but it was so worth it because nerves just really mean excitement. Now, as the first chair turns, you're singing. What's going through your mind? It's like, oh, it's the second chair. Uh, Second chair on the left. Who's that? I'm surprised that when Blake and John turned for me that I didn't stop singing. I'm genuinely surprised. I was so starstruck, um, especially because John Legend is one of my biggest musical influences. Um, Since I was little, my parents gave me his album Get Lifted when I was six years old. And so to see your idol turn for you. I'm, I, I, I don't even know how I was breathing. I don't know how I kept composure. I rewatched my audition and I was just in my head, in my heart. I was just 
so struck because they are such talented musicians and people that I have looked up to since I was little. And the opportunity to sing in front of them was just, it was really my dream come true. And when that chair turned, it was my dream just came true. And so that was just indescribable and just the most incredible feeling in the world. As you get both the guys' chairs to turn, do you think, well, maybe I need three or four chairs to turn. What do I need to do more to get more chairs to turn? My goal was really just to go out there and sing from my heart. I didn't even really think about it as I'm going to go out there and get a chair to turn. It was really just, I'm going to get out there and make my family and myself proud because regardless if those chairs have turned, I would have just felt such an overwhelming sense of pride and it was just the opportunity of a lifetime. So there wasn't a thought in my mind that was, oh, I should have turned another chair. I was just, I couldn't even believe that they did in the first place. I just felt so blessed. You had a choice between Blake and John. It's an easy choice for Mr. Egot. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever have a moment when you were like, maybe Blake? There actually, there actually was a moment on stage when Blake just made some pretty good points and, you know, he is a seasoned winner of the show. So, but John Legend just is in the genre that I want to be in. I, I just knew it from the moment that I got the call that they wanted me to come to LA for a blind audition. I was like, John Legend, that's it. I was, I was determined. As you prepared for the battle rounds, how did your emotions and confidence change? Hmm. Um, preparing for the battle rounds was exciting. Yeah, being just any opportunity to be given music and to progress was really incredible. And I loved the opportunity to build an arrangement in my vocal style on a new song. And yeah, I mean, of course, nerves just keep building. I think that's the mental endurance and mental toughness of doing a show like this or doing any performance. That's really what being an artist is. And so it was, it was more excitement than anything. KJ Jennings joins us beyond the mic, and it's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Okay. What's your go-to everyday pieces of jewelry? Oh, okay. I have two necklaces and some rings that I always wear. All my jewelry comes from my parents or really special people in my life. How do you handle betrayal? Oh, forgive and let go. Wow. <laughs> do you have a favorite outfit that you always wear when you're stressed? When I'm stressed, hmm, when I'm stressed, I like to put on a good power suit and just own my confidence and my woman power. So everyone needs to know, what's the quickest way to your heart? Chocolate. Easy. <laughs> what kind of chocolate? Milk chocolate. Dark chocolate. Just gross. <laughs> just kidding. I'm a sucker for all chocolate. So what's your favorite guilty pleasure? Ooh, um, pizza. You know, I'm, a, I'm simple. I just like cheese pizza. From your time in Texas, where is the best place to float the river? Ooh, Lake Austin. Oh, yeah. All the way. You sang a cover of No Time to Die. Yes. Would you ever be a Bond girl? Oh, my gosh, yes. Of course. Please. <laughs> What's your go-to party trick? Oh, I can talk inside my mouth. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready? It's kind of weird. <laughs> Daddy, daddy, I'm stuck in a closet. I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's my go-to. It's time for the back half with KJ Jennings from season 21 of NBC's The Voice. You've helped 
teach kids music. What does that fill your heart with? Oh, a, a sense of purpose and joy. I really believe that music is to serve, especially in children, because they're just so open and creative. And to be able to teach music to children is just such a special part of my life. When I was a child, I had such influential music teachers that shaped me into who I am today. And so I just, all, all I want to do with music is give back. So that's a small way I feel like I can. Now from your social media, you say you have a certain pattern you do every morning. You wake up when the sun gets up. I want to know, what's the longest run you've ever been on? Probably 10 miles. What? Yeah. I am training for half marathon at the moment, which is really exciting. My dad and mom are both very wellness centered. And I grew up in a household that was very centered on clean eating, meditating, fueling yourself and really just self-care, which I think has become even more important today and something that's much more talked about. And so, yes, I do have a set routine. And especially as a singer, I actually sing when I run. So a lot of people look at me very strangely. <laughs> so if you ever, what are you see, built out? I gotta be me. Exactly. Um, usually it's whatever I'm working on. The amount of times I ran around and sang, put your records on before my blind audition was many. Um, it's usually the song that I'm trying to work on the most and especially for breath. So yes, I love to run and sing at the same time. It doesn't sound good though. <laughs> Who are you the tightest with from team legend? I'm closest with Jonathan. Um, he is one of the most incredible people and most talented singers I've ever met. Not only his journey with cancer, but just his resilience. We still talk every single day. Um, he is just the most amazing person. And I couldn't be more blessed to meet everybody on Team Legend. I mean, just they're all exceptional and they chose the best coach. So <laughs> if you could, who would you want to sing a duet with? I would want to sing a duet with hmm, probably Brittany. She is the queen. She just has such an incredible tone and she's such a diva. I feel like we could really get some woman power, some really big belts in there. She could kind of push me with my belt. <laughs> How have you helped Kate and Valdez? Yeah. Even though she's from team Blake, I mean, you want them to succeed even if you don't. Oh, of course. Caitlin is, and I both went to Berkeley. She is one of my closest friends and just the most incredible songwriter and singer. She is also just the cutest person. She has the most amazing personality. Um, I think everybody, all of the contestants, we have this incredible bond and we just are all constantly building each other up. And I think that's what's so special about this experience is meeting the people and becoming a family. How's this experience changed you? This experience has built my mental toughness. It has built my courage. It has built my creativity. Um, it has built my musical ability. And I feel like just from this process alone, my voice has already improved 10x um, just from vocal boot camp. And um, also just being surrounded by such incredibly talented musicians it's a once in a lifetime opportunity this has just built me as a person and my soul and um just made me even more passionate about doing this as a career which i didn't know could happen what's the best thing about you and your worst fault 
The best thing about me, I think I can find the positive and be bubbly in any situation to the point where it's probably annoying. I think um, my worst fault is probably, hmm, sometimes I can be really hard on myself about music. Some of the vocal choices that I make, I want to do so many things. And sometimes I can, uh, I got to decide what to do in certain vocal arrangements. Yeah, I think we can all as songwriters, as musicians, be hard on ourselves about the art that we're creating. But coming back to who I am as an artist, what I want to portray, what I want to, what I want to sound like to the audience, what I want to give them is just what I come back to. Tell me about your dreams for your future. <sighs> My dreams. Well, one of them just came true by getting a chair turn. Um, My dreams for the future are just to sing to as many people as will have me. I'm currently trying to work on an album and performing at Berkeley. And yeah, I'm just so excited for the future. The biggest dream is to just sing all the time. All day. You've lived in Texas, interned in California, back to school in Boston. What's the best and worst thing about each of those places? Austin is incredible. The vibe of Austin is just so cool. And everybody you meet smiles at you and they're so nice. I think the worst thing is the heat in August. And when your AC goes out, that's just, you don't want to be there. Um, LA, the best part about LA is just how many creative people are there. It's just everywhere you go, people are just hustling and bustling and trying to meet new people, which is so exciting. The worst part, traffic. Boston. I love Boston because it's such a historical city and there's so much academia here and being surrounded by so many colleges and students, um, it's really amazing. And there are a lot of good local places to play. I would say the worst thing. Hmm. Oh, hello. The cold. I don't like cold. <laughs> Growing up. Did you have a favorite stuffed animal? I did. I have a teddy bear. His name was patches. And now my little sister who's 10 has him. Where's your favorite place abroad? Oh, definitely Chiang Mai, Thailand. It's time for one big question with KJ Jennings from NBC season 21 of the voice. Has the pressures of becoming a star forced you to change anything about you physically, emotionally, or mentally? I like to think that I'm evolving every day and changing every single day into becoming the best version of myself. Yeah, I think becoming an artist, there's a responsibility to give to your audience or to fans. And um, I take that responsibility very seriously. And so, yes, I am changing every single day for the better. And this process has been such a big part of that. What's the one tip that John gave you that changed the way you are for your future? How John or something John has told me is um, just to go for it with some of the notes and not be afraid of them. And I think that's something that I'll be really, really taking into account every single day when I'm singing to just go for the notes and have fun. And um, he's told me so many incredible things but that's the one that really stuck with me is just we're performers. This is what we love to do. It's about having fun. What's the best thing about interning at the William Morris agency other than saying, Hey, sign me. Sign. <laughs> yeah. I would say the best part was just really learning about the industry from a different perspective. I think as an artist, it's so important to learn about the music business as well. And so having that opportunity really showed me how big of a team it takes to even get an artist to one gig. Being a teaching artist, how important is it for you to pass on your craft 
to the next generation. I think that's the most important thing about music because music is constantly evolving. We come from the people who came before us and that's how music always needs to be. So I think passing it down to the next generation is so important because what was passed down to me was so amazing and really shaped who I was. I still am in contact with my music teachers from when I was seven years old who watched, who just watched my blind audition and then all through high school. So all those music teachers I had were so just monumentally important in my life. And so if I could even have 2% of that in someone else's life, that would just, that's my whole purpose. How have you changed since you released Flame when you were 15 years old to today? (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) So funny. I wrote that when I was 15. Oh goodness. Well, for when I was 15 years old, so I'd like to think I've changed a lot since then. Um, As far as a songwriter, a lot has changed, especially from taking classes at Berkeley and just being surrounded by songwriters all the time. Songwriting skills have definitely improved. Also vocally, just really working on my sound and my craft. I will always be proud of the work that I do and the time that I'm in because at that time, that was the best I could do. If you betray her, she will forgive you. KJ can talk inside her mouth at a party and gave her teddy bear patches to her sister. We thank KJ Jennings from Season 21 of NBC's The Voice for joining us today. We wish you the best of luck in the future. Thank you so much for having me. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. Beyond the Mic.